You're listening to Faith by Hearing with Dave Delaney. Christian conversations about faith, family, and friends. All right, well, this is Faith by Hearing podcast, an authentic conversation about friends, family, and faith. And we are live from Snow Valley, Big Bear City here in Big Bear, California. We were skiing yesterday. We're out skiing today. Well, I should say I'm skiing. Evan and Derek are snowboarding because they're cool like that. That's, how, that's what God intended when he made someone uh, found a table saw and cut a snowboard in half, and that's how skis got invented. So That's why he fastened our feet together whenever we were born. <laughs> so I learned skiing growing up, going to youth group, going skiing with my youth pastor, Reno Likens, and I've tried to snowboard once for about half a day. And just honestly, it's just too difficult for me. The toes and the heels, I can't figure out. I've already got the side to side on the foot figured out. So muscle memory kicks in whenever I'm on the slopes. But Derek and Evan, they're tearing it up. What is it called when you're uh, when you're doing great on on the uh, the snowboard? You're shredding it? Shredding. People, people would say stopping it. If you're coming stopping off a jump, it. you stop the jump. Yeah. Derek was telling me yesterday his top speed coming down one of these black diamonds. What was it, Derek? How fast were you? Right now it's 50. But so far this year, I've broken my record with every try. So That feels fast. What's your top speed? 48.3. Wow. Right behind him. <laughs> um, just in case you're wondering, I don't know what my top speed is, but it's very slow. Derek's a stat guy. That's what's funny is he found this app that tracks all his runs, and he's obsessed with it. I forget to turn it on. So that's the difference between me and Derek. Okay, so Amanda was asking me how he knows how fast he was going. So that's it? That's what it yeah, is? Yeah, there's a little app that tracks your runs. So how, how many vertical feet you've skied, how many miles. It's pretty cool. Like I said, I just I forget to turn it on until halfway through the day. Okay, so from the listeners, what we want to know is we want to know from you, what's your, what's your extreme go-to hobby? What's your extreme go-to hobby? Surfing? Four-wheeling? Dirt biking. Skydiving. We don't want to hear about your knitting. Skydiving. We don't want to hear about your knitting. We don't want to hear about something safe. In fact, that's what we want to make this conversation about today. Man, the 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 good work that comes from putting yourself in adventurous, risky, courageous situations. And, you know, we make the argument a lot for routine and routines are so important for our lives. Making sure you have a good routine gets things done. And of course, you need to have that. But in the scope of your life as well, it can't just be routine. That you need to have seasons where you do um, find yourself putting putting yourself in courageous and risky situations. And of course, not foolish, not foolishly risky. Okay, I'm not going 50 miles an hour down a double black diamond with these two guys. But but putting yourself in situations where you're uncomfortable, where you're where you're challenged, where you've learned to grow. And for a lot of us, you know, we're just very comfortable in our lives. We're very comfortable with the way it is, the status quo. My youth pastor used, used to always say, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. And, you know, for some of us, that's not a bad thing. We've got, we've got good things. But also you have to remember how you got some of that. It took courage to ask her, your wife out on the first date when you were in college or high school. It took courage for you to be willing to get on a court or a field, swing a bat, whatever it is. And these are good things to put yourself, good situations to put yourself in. I think skiing or snowboarding rather makes me think of that more than anything else because I didn't get to do it. I grew up in Alabama for obvious 
reasons. What? <laughs> no black diamonds in Alabama? So the first time I ever stepped on a snowboard was on this trip with our youth group last year. And That's I like crazy to think, to think about. I like to think I put myself out there, but I'm not kidding. It's a two-day trip. That night in the hotel last year, I could not go to sleep because I was so scared to come back up here. <laughs> I, I literally said to myself, if I fall like that, I can't do that for another day. Like my head hurts, my butt hurts, everything hurts. And then here we are a year later and the payoff is huge. This is one of the most enjoyable things I get to do now. All right. Well, Jesse's riding along with us. He hit a jump earlier. We'll post that to the Instagram in a bit. We're going to be back with you on the next one up. All right. So keep listening and we'll catch you on the next ride. So some of the things that deter us from taking risk, of course, is fear of getting hurt or injuries. And uh, we've had a couple minor bumps and bruises on this trip. And um, just a couple hospital visits, <laughs> just a couple hospital visits. Some of them naturally like expected ski injuries. Some of them random. We had a boy. We can't say minors names on the podcast, right? Uh, he'll go as John Doe. <laughs> All right. So John Doe was getting off the lift and somehow his snowboard hit him in the lip and busted it wide open. That, so that's John Doe 1. That's John Doe 1. Okay, John Doe 2 went off. John Doe 2 was feeling a little extra confident. <laughs> he, he, got, he, got, he got about a foot or two of air on the first jump in a series of two jumps. Okay. Oh, no. And then what happened? And he was feeling himself. He was ready to go. <laughs> he took that ramp at probably 20 miles an hour, 20 feet in the air, and then forgot uh, he was supposed to land somewhere. <laughs> I'm down the hill from John Doe 2. I turn around just in time to see the bottom of his skis facing me directly. And he's laid out as though he's on a bed in midair. Okay. And then we had John Doe 3, who's an adult, so we can say his yeah, name. Yeah, I'll say his name. The one, the only, the crowd favorite, the podcast people love. He is the, he is the podcast people champion of, of the world, yes. Sal Bustios. <laughs> and unfortunately, we took Sal to the top of the hill. Much to his chagrin, okay? He just kept saying, I don't think this is a good idea. He kept saying, man, when's this lift going <laughs> many, to How many more hills is he going to go over? He psyched himself out on the lift ride up. And needless to say, he was he was making it down the very top of the hill, and he gave himself a nice little twist and knocked his knocked his head pretty good on the uh, on the snow. But I it's say, Sal. I, He's I, indestructible. I think, I think I'm the bad luck charm because i witnessed all three of those <laughs> oh, no. oh no okay derek you're no longer allowed to why ride. are we on a lift why are we on a lift with derek then we're no longer skiing with derek that, that's my secret i steal injuries I, injuries that i would have had i give them to other people <laughs> what's what's funny about the injury thing my so elena a few years ago she's skiing with a couple friends from from the youth group and she is taking risks that she shouldn't be taking and she ends up running into a tree knocking into a rock you know and bumping her head pretty good they they bring her down on the stretcher she's you know she's completely fine she just gave herself a, a good little shake and but you know so this is this is you know three years ago and to this day this is the story that she talks about whenever she talks about skiing it's it's the highlight you know it, it really is for her she she was so glad that she took that risk yeah she got a little she got a little beat up of course but She's so glad she took it. And now looking back on it, it's the highlight of her memories in, in learning to ski. And, you know, she doesn't have that hesitation. She doesn't have that fear anymore because now she knows, oh, well, 
I got 15 layers of, of pants and jacket on. <laughs> you know, I've got gloves, helmet, three feet of snow is what you're going to land in. And and now, you know, of course, it's 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 a memory that she carries with her. I think that's the story for most of these kids, even J John Doe, too. I almost said John Doe, too's real name. Last night, he's hobbling around the cabin, and I walk in, and he's laughing while he's telling the story exactly. to his friends. While he's actively hurt. He's not better yet. It's not a yeah. distant memory. And he's still laughing about the injury, talking about how it happened, enjoying telling the story. And this is where, let's like you said, the highlights of our life, a lot of them come from things that scared the fire out of us. And some of them turned out well, and some of them didn't. Yeah. But somehow they all end up as, as positive memories. I have a scar over my right eyebrow because I decided in high school that I wanted to dunk, but I was too short to be able to do so. And I got my friend to get down on his hands and knees, and I took off running, jumped off of his back, grabbed the rim. And there's a reason why 5'10 white guys are not supposed to dunk. And I swung off that basketball rim. My head bounced off the floor like a ping pong ball. 15 stitches in my eyebrow. But you know what story I always talk about when I talk about high school? I talk about that story. You know, nothing ventured, nothing gained, oh, nothing ventured, that, nothing lost. It's one of those things, too, where when the lows are really low, it makes the highs just that much higher. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Whenever something's difficult and you can do it, it, it just makes it that much more enjoyable. And whenever you have a difficult time with something at first and you finally master it, it's it's just a very euphoric feeling. Well, we're coming to the end of this lift ride, so we're gonna have to pick you up on the next one. Okay, this is uh, Faith by Hero Podcast. This is lift ride number three. And uh, we were talking about the, the benefit of taking a risk and then the enjoyment of the reward, being able to master something, conquer something. And so Derek and Evan, I want to know from you guys, what's something, it was risky, it was a big risk, you were nervous about doing it, it took a lot of courage, but you you, you did, you manned up, you stepped up to the table, you, you swung at the pitch, and it paid off. Um, so what, what's, the, what's the best risk reward story that you got for our listeners? For me, with my personality being so introverted, it would have to be reaching out to my wife for the first time in, in many years and getting rejected Ooh. and then reaching out again. That second time probably the most courageous thing I've done. <laughs> so, cause your nature would have been after the, after the first, that's it. Yeah. You after probably had to work yourself up to the first one even. Probably. Wow. Yeah, yeah definitely that one. I, that one took a, a week of prayer and fasting in order, <laughs> in order to build up the courage. But the payoff, of course. Of course. How many years you guys been married now? Five five years this summer. Five years this summer, and you it, every moment is just marital bliss. Every single one, <laughs> right, Jillian? Every single one. All right, Evan. What about you? Best risk reward story that that you can think of? I think I don't know if this I don't know if this counts, but I remember when I was in probably second grade or third grade. No, that's not accurate. It was way later than that. I remember when I was in sixth grade, and I was at junior camp, I got called to preach very, very clearly in my mind. And just a few weeks later, our church was having a meeting and they did this afternoon session every year where they would let all the preacher boys preach. Oh, yeah. All my friends are so excited about it. They've done it before. I remember the night before I'm just crying in my bed. That seems to be a theme of this podcast, <laughs> me in bed dreading whatever's next the next day. But I'm crying in my bed and my mom comes in. She's like, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. 
But even at that time, I somehow had the understanding that I did have to do it. And uh, I remember, not that there was a huge reward or payoff, as you would expect, no one walked the aisle that day to my four-minute sermon. Um, but I got to the end of it, and there was just a sensation that, you know, or, or I guess a realization that, that God helped me, and it wasn't pretty. I had fumbled over my words, and I still do those things, but just to know, hey, God helps me. God wants me to do this. I can do this. And, uh, you know, now preaching is one of the most enjoyable things I get to do. Um, and that there's nothing that's enjoyable and also is fulfilling of knowing, hey, this is what God made me for. And I look back at that moment, not as a realization that I could do it, but that, you know what, if God asked me to do this, he's going to help me every time I do it, and it's going to make me happy. It's what I'm designed to do. I, I love the point, too, though, because, like, you're enjoying what God made. You're enjoying even who God made you to be. And that's found on the other side of taking a risk, right. of needing some courage. And here we are in this beautiful mountain, snow-capped, bright, sunny day, blue skies, nothing but pine trees everywhere you look, a lake behind us. Our God is amazing. And not just that, but God made us. God made our bodies. And here we are using what God made and enjoying what God made at the same time. And not relishing in ourselves, hey, we're so big and bad, we're the guys who take the risks. But instead of saying, man, if we would have just stuck to the routine and not been challenged to step outside of our comfort zone, we wouldn't be enjoying the things that God has made. I think about characters in the Bible. We're almost to the top of the list, so you guys got to go fast on this one. <laughs> your, your, your favorite risk story in the Bible where God calls us to risk. Let's take a step of faith, you know. Um, mine, I'm going first. I'm cheating. Peter stepping out of the boat onto the water, okay. Peter onto the water, middle of a storm. It, it, that, that's my favorite risk, faith. A lot of courage needed in that moment. What about you guys? I think it's kind of crazy. You think about all the disciples, how they were willing to leave everything yeah. to follow Jesus right away. Straightway, Mark says many times. How yeah, that's right. They left their families, their, their jobs, their careers, their homes, everything to follow Jesus for what they thought was going to be the rest of their lives probably. They yeah. thought this was it. Yeah. And it ended up being obviously a lifelong commitment for them. Absolutely. But it, it was a small step of faith that paid off or a, a large step of faith that paid off greatly Evan, i would say that it's uh joseph when he knew he, he took he took a risk at doing the right thing and uh that was challenging to me because you see his reward was delayed yeah, he cool. uh he does the right thing with potiphar's wife and the risk does not pay off for years he's in prison but he got to the end of his life looked back and that was a risk that paid off um to do the right thing in that moment Alrighty, well it's Faith by Hearing. We're at the top. Thank you so much for tagging along. This is Faith by Hearing live from Snow Valley.